money, baby, Yo, what's going on? Welcome back. I fantasize daily. I don't know what week it is, but we're here. Uh, NFL. We got a three man tonight. Connor, Chaz, how we doing tonight, boys? I think Chaz had the best week, just as a as a zero no play. <laughs> yeah, it was tough not getting to put any lineups in, but so I'm uh, pretty excited to get back get back on track here. Yeah, I hope you didn't listen to the podcast last week. I listened to about half of it today, actually, uh, and I turned it off. But not that it was bad or anything. I just kind of got busy and turned it off. But that, That's how you know this is the podcast to listen to because we go back and listen to the pod after it's over, after the results, <laughs> reviewing the tape, getting better. <laughs> and so this is the spot to be. I just hope you guys know that, that we're working hard for y'all. But we've got 12 games. Let's jump right in. Bengals favored by 10 and a half, traveling to New York to take on the Jets with a 43 total. Uh, Connor, I know you're excited about Joe Flacco. You want to dive in on this one? Yeah, I was going to say it's 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 not I fantasize daily podcasts and until we drop the first first name out of the hat and it's it's Joe Flacco. Um, I don't know, boys, is he elite? We'll see. Um, he's, I don't think I've ever seen a QB at 4,300. Um, I mean, that's low. That's almost the minimum running back price. Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying he's a good play here. It's just this is this is crazy to see. Um, you know, this is this is where the Jets are at. Um, I do think this game. I, I don't know. We had we had a bunch of these last week where you get these stupid like ten point spreads, um, and it's probably not worth bringing anyone back. And so, like looking through this game, you know, I think since he's starting to really uh, pick up the pace on passing, so I was hoping this game would kind of go under the radar here with Flacco in there, just given I don't think people know what to expect. So they'll, they'll probably be off of this game. But, man, just just looking at them, I don't know. It's a wasteland. I'm, I mean, I'm not real excited to play anyone on this side. Um, but, I mean, I think if you want to get weird here, you know, a Flacco, a Flacco play with, you know, uh, some of these these Bengals receivers and then get chalky and spend up elsewhere is, is a little bit contrarian this week. But, um yeah, other than that, not too excited about any specific Jets, though. Um, I don't know if y'all have a take. I thought Mike White, I thought he already was announced a starter. Are you saying Flack? I just, I'm seeing him here projected, like, I, I think they're projecting him as the starter. Okay, see, I guess I must have read something different. What I was reading, I saw that he, like, they announced Mike White as a starter for sure. But if not, yeah. I didn't realize Flacco was that cheap. But, I mean, if he's playing, that's. <laughs> yeah, I think they said Mike White's gonna start, but I don't know. I think they were saying it's the it's still murky. Yeah, at forty three hundred. Like you said, what's he have to do to get value there? I mean, it's yeah, yeah. Like I don't enough. know. I think he's got. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why you trade for him and then not play him. Um, we'll see. I mean, if he's a backup, yeah, obviously don't play him. But I mean, it's at four point three. Um, you know, he's got a chance to. You know. <laughs> I mean, what what do you got to get like, you know, twelve points to pay that off? So, well, Michael yeah, Carter. Let you get in there. Yeah. No love for Michael Carter on that side. Who? The running back. No. I mean, he's yeah. 
I just don't, I, I, yeah, I don't double digits I don't the last like three games. They got their ass off last game. They had nine targets. They're double digit underdogs again. I feel like he's getting work on both sides. How he put up 17? He's 4,900. I picked him up in season long too, but it's kind of a. I think we're going to get to another 5K running back who makes a little bit more sense there. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not playing a jet. They're, they're garbage, man. They're so bad. I, I like Mixon. Yo, I think Mixon in a ten and a half point total is pretty nice at six nine. I worry about his ceiling, but I think I think he's got twenty in the bag right there. The only thing that scared me with Mixon was just like health wise. Like if they get ahead, are they going to rest him, or is he going to get like what percentage of the snaps? But I mean, if he's a full go, ready to get. I mean, yeah, I like I like him right there as well. Yeah, I think P Ryan's played well too, so he's like earned earned his keep a little bit. Um, Looking at the receivers, I mean, you know, we've had Jamar Chase go off. I guess now maybe 60% of these weeks. I don't know. He's gone for like 28 or 30 points. Um, had another one last week. I think people are going to play him until, you know, they're going to ride him until I think they, uh, you know, he burns you. But just look, I I think I've said him two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row. Like, you know, n- now even with the price disparity being this big, I still like T Higgins here. I mean, yeah. he's – I think he's getting healthy. Uh, he's got a 26-and-a-half total. Burroughs um, had an increase in, in pass attempts about, I think, every week over the last three or four. Um, so, they're really starting to throw the ball. And, you know, him sitting at five, too. I mean, I think this this is going to look more like any given week one of these guys can pop off, and it's just happened to be Chase the last couple times. So, I, I'd love to be ahead of it when, when Higgins does. And Bro, he gets he had 15, 15 targets. 15 last targets, yeah. 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 There's not many yeah. people in the league. There's a small group of receivers in the league that have 15 target upsides. I mean, that yeah. The only thing that scared me there, I was hoping that it was going to be the other way around ownership wise. But like you said, the price is so much different. I mean, Higgins does come early, ownership's pretty high, isn't it? Is that what y'all saw? Yeah, I got him coming in at like 13 on what I'm looking at, and Jamar Chase at 15. And he's a you know two point three k discount. Um, I saw. I thought he was. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't think he's necessarily going to be a secret or under the radar, but yeah. um, I do just think more people will click on. Will click on Jamar Chase. Oh. All right, let's then, keep moving to game two. Um, Forty-eight and a half point total. Bills favored by two touchdowns over the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Josh Allen owns the Dolphins. That's, that's a proven fact. It's been shown over the past few years of his career. Chaz, is Josh Allen a guy you're buying as the highest-priced quarterback on the slate? Yeah, I mean, cash-wise, I think he's obviously the, the safest play. And like you said, he just dominates against Miami. And, I mean, he's obviously in a great spot. Um, what has he had, over 30 back-to-back games? Um, and cash, I mean, excuse me, in tournaments, I mean, obviously I'd like to get some value from other places, but I mean, I think Josh Allen, unless something changes my mind, he's for sure my cash lock at quarterback this week. I hope y'all are, are y'all, how do y'all, are y'all on the same page there? Yeah, I like him. I mean, <clears throat> they just, um, I mean, they just throw the ball so much that, it's odd to say, but it's like the floor here, I think, is is really good. I do think Miami's decent enough against the pass, though, where it's like, um, 
you know, I know, I know he's done well in the past, but just, just at eight one, you really need, um, you know, a pretty big ceiling game. And I think they've just, um, you know, they've, they, they've played well enough on the, on the Miami side where I I'm always going to have probably in tournaments, probably at least five to 10% of him. Um, and then in weeks where I think he's, he's, you know, got a, got a smash spot matchup. I'll, I'll go higher. I think I'm going to be lower this week, just given the, um, I think people are going to be on him. And I think Miami's a little bit better than people are giving him credit for. So um, I definitely like him this week. I'll have him in tournaments. I'm just not as excited maybe as, as normal weeks. Yeah, and his, and his receivers are priced up. So it's like, it's hard to stack him. I think with the, with the prices. Yeah, that, that's what I noticed about this game upon first look is I feel like the pricing is is very appropriate and I like to take advantage of pricing. I don't think this is a game where you can do it. And if, if there was anybody I was going to play from this game, I actually think it would be on the Miami side. Um, I still think Jaseki and Waddle are probably a little bit too cheap, especially if we're looking at them in a negative game script here. Um, I think they avoid the outside um, plus Tua loves Waddle and he loves Jaseki. And so I think those are two guys that are that are good priced um, kind of in the mid-range who you can go to. Yeah, big, big fan of Jaseki. He's balling. You think His... people are going to play him after last week? Mm-mm, I don't. I think, they, I, th- I think tight end is probably punt this week for a lot of folks. I don't even know if Pitts gets picked up, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's going to be like a like an eyesore seeing Pitts that high after just two weeks and not seeing Kelsey or Waller. I th- I don't think yeah. he's even crazy, but that I haven't looked at ownership. I, that's just a kind of a guess for mine. Yeah, I mean it's early on it, anyways. Is Parker <laughs> playing? Have y'all seen anything on that? I don't know. He's still got the Q tag, but I feel like he's had that the last two weeks. He so. practiced limited today. So, I don't know. Real quick, the guy didn't bring a little bit of love. One guy I left out. Y'all know, I mean, can you take a guess who it is on the Buffalo side? Uh, yeah, Beasley. I mean, look, like you said, Miami's defense. I mean, what's his name? Howard, Xavier Howard. Like, he may lock digs up a little bit. So, give me another spot for my boy, Cole Beasley. He had a big game last week. I think he's he's cheap. He's forty nine hundred, and I always like me some Cole Beasley. Yeah, Hunter Renfro's on the slate this week. I was about so to say, gotta, especially with no Renfro, like I will definitely have some Beasley in my lineups. It's an if then statement. <laughs> if Hunter Renfro can't get you five for sixty seven, Cole Beasley can. Yeah, I hope these, I hope the Bills and uh, the Raiders have a showdown slate <laughs> on time this year. Me too. <laughs> I might hundred and fifty entry max with yeah. seventy five Beasley, seventy five Renfro, and let it eat. Oh jeez, love that. All right, uh, next game, another pretty pretty lopsided look from the Vegas perspective, but Rams favored by fourteen and a half against the Texans. Uh, we got a 47.5-point total, another healthy total there. Um, Texans just shipped off Mark Ingram, Connor. Is that something that, that kind of sways any of the running back situation there, or is it still a strict stay away? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you see David Johnson and Philip Lindsay get more work, but, like, just I don't think it matters. 
Uh, I mean, one, I think the Rams have a tough, tough matchup um, that they present to a running game anyways. And then just with this kind of just ineptitude on offense, um, no, I'm not really looking there. And then, you know, even as a home, a home team, I mean, being down 15, I don't like the game script at all. Um, and then a 16 and a half total. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's pretty much stay away territory for me outside of anyone that not named Brandon cooks. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to have a ton of, um, don't think I'll have a ton of Houston in this game outside of him. Yeah, no, no, uh, I'm not a big, I mean, I had cooks obviously earlier in the year, but with no tie rod, it's, it's tough for me to put in cooks now, but we've seen what he's capable of doing. I just, He's, he's been burning me and he's supposed to be high owned. I think he's going to be one of the higher owned receivers, isn't he? Plus yeah. I was looking on something wrong. Yeah. So it's like, I've tried to stick with him. And if, if his ownership's going to go up that much higher, then that's just kind of a key just for me to stay away. But I'm not mad at it. I, I think Hendo burned a lot of folks last week. Are y'all going back to the well? I mean, it's pretty much the yeah. same price. And I don't think the situation has changed. Uh, Another positive game script for him. He he handled a lot of the work again last week. Are y'all going back to him at six five? Yeah, I mean, I think he got he got banged up a little bit last week. Came back in, finished the game. So, um, I don't think there's any injury concerns. I I think he just had a little bit less usage there. And then he just they kind of got. I mean, the Rams kind of got punched in the in the mouth at the beginning of that game and just had to, um, you know, had to lean on the pass a little bit more to get back get back into that one so I think it was just more the game script kind of went awry and I really don't think his roles changed and like you said Hunter I mean his price is still the same like I mean to me right now as it looks like today he's probably the top um top play of the slate from a probably even overall definitely at running back uh you could probably you, you could probably make an argument um just from a general flex perspective uh, whether he is or not, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think you go back to the well here as a, as a 15 point favorite. I don't, I don't think you have to overthink Hendo at all. Um, I'm interested in what y'all's take is on our boy Cooper cup, because I'm starting to think this is just 2019 Michael Thomas. I really do. Yeah. I think you just play him every week. It's like, you know, it's, Whatever year McCaffrey was, uh, it's like that. It, I guess they were both 2019. It's basically that to me. It's it's you know just kind of crazy the the target share and the touchdown looks he's getting now that he historically didn't. So um, I still think nine thousand is too low. Like I really do. Yeah, I was reading a stat. He's had 15 uh, red zone targets, and like last mm -hmm. week they threw it to him on first and goal from the one. It's like they're trying to get him the ball, and like you said, and look at his numbers. It's just ridiculous. I mean, he had two. I wouldn't call it bad games, but I mean, I guess bad for Cooper Cup standard with 11 and 16. But other than that, I mean, it's, you know, yeah. pushing 30 with a ceiling of 40. Like, I mean, it's yeah. hard not to play I mean, him. I mean, in GPPs, I'm still jamming in Bobby Trees and Higby, but it's like, I mean, in cash, I'm jamming him in every week. Cup and Hinda, I feel like I play him every week right now. Yeah, and especially think, without Connor? some other big names on the slate. Like, he's the dude. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no fill on cup or what, dude? It's 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 like a shock seeing him a thousand dollars over the highest wide receiver, and I get it. Like he's been doing it week in week out, but 
my just my my take is to to go against it. <laughs> like that's I I also haven't played him yet. I missed the train, and so like that's part it's of like, it. It's just hard at this point when you see him 30, 40, 30, 40. It's like okay, do you want to be like be the guy that's like oh I'm gonna hit it when he goes down, or it's like I think I'm back that he's back on the train. I'm riding it till I have reason not to. For some reason, people don't like to play him. I mean, I didn't play him in many of the tournaments last week because I thought he'd be higher owned than he was. I mean, he came in at, in some spots, he was less than 20%. I'm like, you know, I was expecting 30 or 40, not not 40%, but closer to 30% ownership. So, um, you know, he's not even projecting above 20 right now. I'm seeing him at like 18. So um, I think people are price sensitive on it. And I don't know, when you get a 30 point total with, the amount of work and usage he's getting. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, I just, I don't think he's owned enough to, to have to fade him, I guess is the point. Well, especially if, with Hendo being that high, like ownership wise, like you get yeah, leverage yeah. off the number one running back with Cooper cup, like deal. I mean, it's like, yeah. that's, I like, I, I, I'm on cup a lot more than I'm Henderson, but. If I end up telling you guys I'm playing cup this week, Take him out of your lineups and move on. Just e- easy fade. Let's move on to game four of the week. The man, this one's hard to look at. The 49ers at the Bears. We've got a total under 40 points. Uh, the 49ers are favored by four. It sounds like Trey Lance and Jimmy G might be somewhat of a toss up of who we've got starting in San Francisco. I guess Justin Fields will be back. Um, man, I I don't know, guys. I I thought Justin Fields was a play last week. If if Amy, if, if you're listening, I'm sorry if you played him in cash <laughs> or any tournaments. But um, man, this is just like a rough game to me, all around. Yeah, definitely uh, not very attractive. Yeah, I think uh, I'm not I'm not real enthused with either either team's passing game. Maybe we can just start with that. Like I think, um, I mean, I still think Debo is a guy on the slate that can, um, you know, potentially break it. He's he's done that before, um, and I'm not sure it really matters what QB they go with as as far as Debo goes. Um, so, so I don't think it matters too much there. He, he's probably the only one that I'm maybe interested in from the passing attack. But I think overall, the the two guys I was interested in were actually the running backs. Um, I think Eli Mitchell sets up well this week at, at only 5.4K. Um, and, and Khalil Herbert, I think also, uh, I, I guess it depends on, on what we get out of Damian Williams with – um, his status getting back. But I think those two at at 5.4 in this game project well and, and aren't getting a ton of ownership. And, um, you know, we know the 49ers are kind of committed to the run uh, a lot now with, with Kittle out and just the QB situation being being kind of in flux. So um, I like going to, to Eli Mitchell this week potentially as a, um, as a pivot off some of these other running backs. So um, I just made an executive decision. It's not going to be as heavy last week, clearly. I've learned my lesson. But I think 
I think you've got to go back to fields here. Like it's okay. it's gonna happen. Um, I, I just wrote down ten percent max. Don't be a fucking idiot in my notes. <laughs> but like, man, Fields and his two main wide receivers are all five k or below. You get those guys in, they happen to get it done against a team who's been beat through the air. Like, I just – I think it's a decent play, um, and I think it allows you to get a lot – a lot of other really, really good plays in by getting a stack that is proven athletes and, and can get it done. So, I, I think I'm going to go back a little bit this week, just not as much as last week. That's just – <sighs> I hope I don't miss the train, but it'd have to be pushing like a thousand plus lineups before I'd consider having Justin Field. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't any of those tournaments out there, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So like, it ain't it ain't happening. It just like what you're like. What do you need him to get? I mean, what, like if he gets there, for like what if he gets a ceiling of twelve? Are you gonna be jumping up and down? Like what are we talking here? Hey, he, like dropped not a good play. he dropped 14 two weeks ago, bro. He's got a higher yeah, ceiling. I'm just now. saying it's just not a good play. <laughs> like, they need to trade Robinson so he can go to somewhere that can actually throw him the ball. Like, Fields eh, – I think there's more to it than Fields. Like, I think – but he's not the play. He's a good quarter. Like, he, you're, you can't tell me, though, that he's not – like, in no. the NFL – in the NFL, I get it, yes. It's been a rough – it's been a rough start. But, like – Fields is a good quarterback. Like I, I thought he looked good at Ohio State. I thought I thought he's a. I still think he's a good quarterback. Yeah, I think he's just got a bad. He's in a bad um, coordinator coordinator situation. A head coach, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's more to it than just field, but they. Yeah. It's just not doing it, and I just don't think you need that salary. I don't. I don't think you need to save that much, in my opinion, for this week. Like, no Adams, no Kyler, no I mean, anybody on Thursday. No Tyreek, no Kelsey. Like, I got to think that there's – I don't know. Do we, do we like Khalil at 5-4? Do we think Damian Williams gets no, back like and it's more of a 50-50, 60-40 type split? I like Herbert. I think he's been playing too well for them just to, to pull it on him. I mean, even if he cuts down a little bit. No, I think I like Herbert. But like Connor said, I mean, Mitchell at the same price. I mean, that's also kind of a committee there. So, I don't know. Can be. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. But I'm not mad at either of those. Man. So we're game stacking. Also, field. just like it's also with 12 games this week, it's like there is more to choose from. So I, I feel like it's, um, I don't know. It, it, it's like I feel like a lot of this ownership is going to be flatter than, it, than it's been the last couple weeks. So um, I, I think some of these, some of these top guys will be sort of tempered on, on how much they're owned, just given given the diversity this week that you can play. So I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure out where it's like, do you, do you even need to like go out that far to get on these guys? You know, um, we'll see. I don't know. I, I just think these games that have less than a 40 point total, like why play them? I think Joe Flacco's got more upside. Even if he plays <laughs> the second half, than Justin Fields does in four quarters. So give Joe Flacco the third and fourth quarter and he'll score more than, more than Fields. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good prop bet. I'll, I'll bet you Flacco versus Field straight up. All right, and like, and I still I'm don't think Flacco's starting, so I would still take that bet. <laughs> you bet, you bet Flacco half the game. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
game five. Um, Titans, Colts, division matchup here. Colts favored by a point and a half with one of the highest totals on the slate of 51. Um, man, yeah, I, I think this is – there's definitely some good pieces here. I, I want to touch on one piece that I think stands out above most here. Y'all might disagree, but Michael Pittman at 5-3, I feel like is a pretty standout value based off of the past few weeks. Connor, is that a guy you're targeting in both cash and GPPs this week? Um, cash maybe doesn't make the cut. Yeah, I like him in GPPs, though. Um, I think this game is both – I like it in the sense that it's a high total and it's one of the few I feel like we're getting that has a high total and it's supposed to be competitive. So I think from a game environment standpoint, I feel not necessarily that these guys have higher ceilings in other games, but just I feel better that ceiling outcomes um, from either side are more likely to happen just given given the overall total and and the competitive spread. So, yeah. So Pittman was a guy I had my eye on Um, the the funny thing in this game is like it looks to me like none of the running backs are going to go that owned. Really? Um, yeah, and and some of the receivers will, but then neither one of the QBs are going to go that highly owned. So so I had a lot of interest in Wentz this week, and and then my favorite pairing with him was was Pittman. So I think I'll have a decent amount of that stack with um, obviously some bring back pieces with the Titans. So that's probably how I'll mix in the big dog. Um, who I'm actually a little bit more excited to play this week. I'm only seeing him coming in at like 10%. So uh, happy to jam him in there a little bit. But, yeah, I agree. I, I like Pittman um, this week. I'm not, you know, Zach Pascal's played pretty well here over the last last couple of weeks. He's he's come around. But um, just when you talk about just slight breaking upside Pittman, I think's the um, the the play here. And I don't, I don't think – I mean, he's going to be somewhat owned. Like, I don't think he's going to be a secret, but – um, I think you can pair them with some of these Titans pieces and stack this game and be different somehow. So I, I you know, I, I, I have a lot of, uh, a lot of interest in this one. Yeah. I think there's a lot of ways you can do it. Like I said, I'm being such a high total. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, he's been going off. This is the first time I'm pretty sure all year that the Colts are going to have their full offensive line, um, which is another thing to point out. I mean, he's been doing it without Quentin Nelson and I think somebody else was out too, I believe. Um, so, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's been running all over and with a high total in a close game at home. I, I like Jonathan Taylor a lot. I've never played Jonathan Taylor and got him right, so I'm got, kind of scared to do it. Like, is this the week to jump on the train or what? Um, I don't know. It's I like him a lot. I'm trying to – I don't know. Y'all's the – I kind of need to be talked in or talked out here because right now he's falling in some lineups for sure. Jason, yeah, he's, been, he's been eating, bro. Yeah, he's been – and he's been doing it off – you know, it's still big plays, so you run the risk like, you know, he doesn't break a 70-yard screen or 85-yard or yard run kind of like he has. But I don't know. He's one of those guys just given the the offensive line. I mean, he he can he can just break them with only a 50% touch share. Um, and I think you don't have to get crazy with him. Like, I don't, I don't think you need to jam him in everywhere to get over the field. Like, I, I think he's going to only come in around maybe 5% own. Um, you know, so if, you, if you're just sprinkling him in here or there, I think. I think that's a good way to get exposure with, you know, without getting crazy with him, just given, you know, his, his downside of, of the touches. Dude, I, I think, I thought he's looked really, really good the past week, the past few weeks, like, type runs, like, oh, yeah. he's looked, 
he's looked good. And I, I'm with you, Connor. He's had a few big plays, but due to, I mean, it's not like he didn't do that in college. He hasn't been doing that yeah. for a long time. Like that, that's yeah. kind of his thing. So he's got that in his bag. Um, I, I want to touch on one more guy before we move on. It feels like the second half of Buffalo two weeks ago. And then of course, last week against KC, AJ Brown has kind of came into his own 6.9 K you know, high total, Julio still not practicing. And I don't, I don't think it makes a difference whether Julio's in or not. I think it probably helps AJ if Julio is in. But, but man, I mean, this dude's been showing out. Yeah, uh, I like him. Uh, it, I thought, man, I, I'm telling you, I thought this game was going to be more highly owned, especially the big dog and AJ Brown. Like, both of them are only coming in at like 10%. Like, given AJ Brown's like last two weeks, like you said, I was, expecting to see him closer to 20, maybe low 20s. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like the call. That's what I said. I, I just like this game. I think, um, you know, you got a high total competitive pieces and then no one's super high owned, and I don't think anyone's crazy expensive. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just have a lot of interest in this one. Yeah, that's weird that – I don't know, Henry's that low. I would expect his ownership to be higher. I didn't realize until just now that it was that low. I was looking at – I mean, I just looked at the past three years. These games aren't – I mean, we've had a lot of coaching turnover, but these games aren't like – you know, we're not seeing any like 17, 13 stinkers type deal. Like, I mean, there's some points being scored. So, plus indoors, controlled environment. Yeah, you're on yeah, the turf, it, baby. If this is going to be low on, man, I'm – I might – I'm going to put some money some for some of this thing. Yeah, I like See that. We can maybe run, maybe we can find some shit to maybe some two and ones right here. Yeah, I mean, what yeah, is the logic there with not that many high overs or like totals? What fifty one is the highest total in the week. That's what I'm saying, like that's rare that you see the highest total be that. I don't know. All right, it's a good spot. Let's run it. All right, let's go to game six of the week. Steelers Browns. Brown's favored by field goal and a half. 42 is the over-under. Uh, sounds like Nick Chubb is going to be back. So, man, I think a big, 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 big question this week is, so if Nick Chubb is back and Kareem Hunt is out, we had a good game from Dearness Fuckboy, but, like, is Chubb going to get, you know – workhorse type run here or is it going to be a split the way it was with Kareem I, th I think that's a big question that I don't know the answer to I think it'd be stupid for them to just give him back the full workload like he's been hurt why I mean it'd be different if he didn't play well last week or the honest but I mean, he had a good game why not I mean I think it's 60 40 70 30 and I've never hit Chubb so I don't I'm not jumping on it now but I'd be scared of the workload there and they just – they suck. Baker's trash. Odell's trash. Exactly, which is why Nick Chubb at 6,800 is a great play. If but he's going to get, get all the work. the work. Yeah, I mean, if you think he's going to get a heavy workload, I, I ain't mad. I've just never personally hit on that. And I think his – I think he probably comes back into his role, and then they just sort of split up what the Kareem Hunt role was between – um, who is it, Felton and and Dearness. So I think I think Chubb gets his his workload back. And I and I always like Chubb because I think he's got um especially on DraftKings, I think people overrate his 
non non pass catching and just don't realize that they just feed this dude and he can um you know he can break off these these big long runs and um i think a lot of people just don't like playing people against the pittsburgh defense for some reason um and he's at home so yeah i i don't think he necessarily projects super well but i mean he's only coming in at five percent owned and i think you know getting him at a you know, at a 6.8 price tag, that's like pretty decent price leverage off someone like Hendo if you're if you're fading that. Um, so I kind of like getting different from a price perspective where, you know, you can you can flip from someone like Hendo and play Chubb. You know, it's not like I think these two profiles are are that different. Um, so, yeah, I, I like a little bit of Chubb this week. Yeah, Chubb's he's a good ball player, man. He's a he's a really, really good football player. Yeah, I think I think on the other side, too, it's like we're getting the Pittsburgh passing game healthy again. Right. Like, I mean, everyone's back right out, outside of Juju. Right. So it's like, you know, do we have any interest in Deontay Johnson and, and Claypool this week? Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say it's not a super high total with Pitt, but it's like, I don't know. Anytime you can get these dudes, I mean, low owned in this in this. Um, you know, on a on a twelve game slate, if I can get Deontay under five percent or Claypool under five percent, I don't know. I got some interest there always. Yeah, I like Deontay personally. I like Deontay more than Claypool. I, th- I mean, Deontay's had better games, and we've seen what Claypool's ceilings. I mean, what he's capable of as far as the ceiling goes. I don't think this matchup goes real well with Claypool. I think they're going to get pressure on Big Ben. We've seen that it's not been the been the greatest when he's under pressure this year. Um, I think Miles Garrett might eat him up. Um, mm-hmm. But I think – so, I mean, on the other end of it, I mean, yeah, Claypool could have that game. I love Najee this week. I think he's going to continue to get the the targets in the passing game. And he's – I mean, he's just balling out. Um, so, I, Najee's one of my favorite running backs this week. But, yeah, I'm, I always like Deontay. And, again, I just think if you're going to pick between the two of those, I mean, the prices are too close. I mean, I think Claypool should be lower than that. But, I mean, it's like, what, 63, 67. So, me, I'm, yeah. I'm picking Deontay there. But – I mean, like I said, Claypool's definitely got that upside. Yeah, man. It, I wish Deontay was like 500 and Claypool was like $500 cheaper. I, I think if that was the case, I'd be all over them. Um, yeah. Their prices are just a – they feel a tad bit prohibitive. But I don't know. I, man, Cleveland, Cleveland games this year have either been straight stinkers or shootouts. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's like you get the Vikings game or you get the Chargers. Yeah, and man, like, like, would it surprise you if this game, you know, 28-31, like, I, that wouldn't surprise me at all. And so it's a it's a tough one to kind of to figure out. I think this is one we need to – I don't know. This might be another one, man, that that, that over is – I, yeah, I think I'd rather probably play these these guys as one-offs rather than probably stack. Like So, like, for instance, on Indy, Tennessee, I, I, I feel better stacking that game environment. And these guys, I'm, I'm willing to bet on that they go kind of overlook given the totals and, you know, the defensive matchups, what say you. Um, and so I think maybe a way to get different on your rosters, like we said, is like, okay, maybe instead of playing Hendo, you drop down to Chubb, you know, you give up three, four, five points of, um, you know, like a median projection, but then you drop like, tw- you know, you cut your ownership almost by like 20%. So like, 
I, I like more kind of one-off plays here before I think I'd stack the full game, though. That would just be my probably limit on on what I'll probably look at to do with this one. Yeah, and just, just one more thing because I'm a an asshole, but OBJ is 4.6K. And, again, I'm making another note to myself here to not go heavy, but, man, Odell at 4.6, like – He's going to be somewhat even less owned than 5K, and maybe I'm just an idiot, but I'm okay with that at this point. Um, Connor, you want to take another side bet here? I'll set the over under – I think three and a half is probably fair, and I'd probably hit the over on 100 people in his lineups with single digits. I mean, he's throwing out with Fields, uh, OBJ. <laughs> Your combined might be like 12 there between those two, and – I'll set it like three and a half. I mean, you may have. He's saying you're going to have three and a half snowflakes in there. Dude, yeah, I, I think sent you, you the screenshot last week of my lineups. <laughs> yeah. I, your hammering. I mean, the line should be set at like 17 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. That's a low line. I'll hammer the over. I'll get my money back on the over in that bet. I don't need to replace. I don't need to repeat myself, but the same thing I said about Justin Fields, I will second that with OBJ. Well, go back and listen to the pod last week about OBJ, and the same thing applies this week. Let's not take too long. Um, <laughs> anything else on this game before we go on to game seven? No. All right. Eagles-Lions, 48-point total. Eagles favored by a field goal. Uh, I think some some pretty big news is Miles Sanders is not going to play this week. Um, he, he was starting to pick up some steam. As the the running back of choice, he was getting the majority of the snaps, and now he is gone. So Kenneth Gainwell sitting at 5K in probably the best possible matchup against the Lions with a 48-point total. Um, Is Gainwell kind of a plug-and-play this week? Is that a guy that you think maybe Boston Scott comes in and that's more of a split? What what are we doing with him at at that cheap price tag? Connor, I'm going to let you touch on it because it's it's not for me. Like you said, I think – there's two options there, and I don't know who's getting all the workload. I, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm happy to take it. I think um, – so, generally, my rule on, like, these low-priced running backs that come into expanded roles and, and somewhat the same on wide receivers is when you know they're going to step into basically a full starter's workload and, you know, something that's not a, a three-way split, I think they're worth playing. Um, so, Gainwell, I think – projects well but not enough to maybe support like what I think he's going to come in owned like I think he's going to come in low 20s um and you know with the way that the Eagles seem to get their points are in are in garbage time um I'm I'm wondering how he gets points in the first three quarters but I think just I don't know I'm I'm a bit kind of a, a shy away from him at his ownership not at his price or matchup if that makes sense like I think he's at a good price and a good matchup it's just I think he's going to go over own for for that so I think this week I'm going to have some of them but I'm tempering how much just given you know I still think um, in the red zone that Hertz is liable to rush one in and I'm just curious if if the Eagles passing game just just picks up more um, in general with some of this but you know I I don't know what y'all think, but that, that's just where I'm landing on Gainwell is that. And, and to Hunter's point, like, I don't know. We don't know what the split's going to be. Like, I just don't – I don't feel super confident jamming him in at, like, 22% ownership when, you know, a, a, a six-point game is is definitely in the range of outcomes. Yeah, I don't 
I agree there as well. If I'm playing somebody on that side, I'm playing Hurts. Uh, he's not been great. I hate how they're already talking about drafting another quarterback. And like I said, going to be the future. I mean, there's already been talks about benching him. I think Hurts comes out in balls. I think he has a good game. And, again, he hasn't been the best, like, on field as far as how the team – helping the team win quarterback. But he's been a great fantasy quarterback. And so, I like Hurts too much to play Gainwell. And like you said, the splits with Scott, I don't know. So, if I'm picking from that, then I'm going with Hurts. And like you said, it. I'm hoping he runs one in. I think it's just as likely as any of the other two or the other two running backs to get it. So, yeah, I, I like Hurts. And probably mostly naked. I may have him in there with some Devontae Smith, but I don't, I'm not mad at a Hurts naked. I like hurt. him with some Goddard too. Or Goddard, I think yeah. Can, I think you can go with Goddard. What's your take on Gainwell, Hunter? Um, I, I, don't, I don't think I like anybody from this game. Not even Swift? No, I don't think so, man. I think I think this is a, a pretty big letdown spot for both teams. I, I think this is a, a way, way under here. I think it's an ugly game, and I, I don't like paying for Swift at a premium. Yeah. I mean, his price went up. His ownership went up. I don't know. Detroit still sucks. Yeah. Every, yeah, I think everything I'm, seems out of me. Yeah, I think I'm going to have some some Swift and, and Hawkinson this week still. Um, we'll see, though. Yeah, I, I'm i sort of souring a little bit on Hurts, just one given, like, I, I think each week a lot of where they do their damage is in the fourth quarter, and just at some point, you know, they're not, like, garbage time is just not going to work out, and he's going to score, like, 14. Um, and he's projecting to be one of the highest owned. I mean, it's it's still a good matchup. I just – I don't know. I, I think on this one, if I was going to play this game, I'm probably more excited to play some of the Detroit guys who I think are going to go way – like, I mean, if we just look at tight end, like Hawkinson's going to come in half the half the ownership as Goddard, um, and, and Swift's going to be less owned than Gainwell. I mean, I know the price isn't the same there, but, like, I, I just feel like the – the Detroit side felt a bit more solid and just, I know kind of who their, who their big guys are. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't think Philly's some, some spectacular defense. So probably a bit more excited to play that side. Tight ends against Philly underneath kind of in the middle of the field is a good spot to, to attack. Hawkinson's, I mean, yeah, you, you might have talked me on the Hawk a little bit. I think he might be interesting there. Like that. All right, game eight. We've got Panthers traveling to Atlanta. Forty-seven point total. Another divisional matchup here. Falcons favored by three. <laughs> Sam Darnold, after a few, you know, I guess good weeks, you want to call it, leveraged by a few rushing touchdowns. Got benched last week. Um, Man, Chaz, we get we get angry Sam this week. Is is angry Sam gonna come out? Dude, I don't know. I mean, loved him early, and like you said, the rushing touchdowns. But I mean, dude was balling out the first four games. I don't think he's just like. Is he just complete? I don't think if you're complete trash, you can pull that off for four weeks in a row. I think it's like a a one off for maybe two weeks. You like ball out, but I mean, he did it four weeks in a row. I don't. I I don't. I'm not playing him, but like, I don't. I don't know. I don't think he's complete garbage. I think if there's a get right spot, it's probably against Atlanta too. 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, look what him and DJ Moore speaking on another piece of this. I mean, those two together were just lights out start the season. I mean, you could have them both in your lineups and you were doing it right. And now it's just like if you're playing either one of them, you're just screwing yourself. But I mean, you said it, Connor. Get right spot. Atlanta's defense is the one to do it against. But I don't. I don't think it's Darnold. If anything, I'm, I might. I'm gonna have some DJ Moore. But it's gonna be tough for me to have Darnold plugged in. I think. I think this is one of my favorite games of the week, just given the the two teams. I mean, you've got the Falcons, who still. I'm still laughing about this. That you've got Cordero Patterson at six point two. And Calvin Ridley at six point six. Um, that I, I just—it still tickles me to this day. Um, but yeah, I no, I think. Right now, it's like Cordell's like the what third or fourth projected running back, and then to start the yeah. season, like Callaway, for example. I mean, he was like what twenty-something percent ownership. Yeah. It's like these balls, though. Here we go. They're balling. Yeah. No, I, I like this game. I, I like the DJ Moore call. I think he's projecting for me as one of the better plays uh, of the slate. I mean. <clears throat> this dude is is still the wide receiver one, uh, getting a ton of targets, and I like him and Robbie this week. Actually, uh, just given the the price on Robbie, is it, it's kind of like the same thing on the Odell take hunter at just four point seven. You know, at some point, guys getting double digit targets that low, um, who we know have talent, are you know have a chance to explode in any week. So I, I think it's coming. Um, so I actually like stacking this game i think darnold is probably going to be one of the higher qbs i have this week so feel free to fade uh fade him there um <laughs> but yeah i like i like their passing game and and ridley as well might get your take on the running back situations i mean chuba each week is going to project well and you know i mean what do we do with with cordero here at, at 6.2 Go ahead, Hunter. If you got something on either of those, I, I don't have a take on the running backs. Okay, and I mean, I I think Chuba's trash. I mean, CP is like he's getting a little pricey for me, but I mean, he's getting the work. I don't know. He just completely said Mike Davis step over. I'll just take over running back. I'll take all the passes. Like, dude's getting. I mean, he's on the field, but he's getting a little pricey. Yeah. So I, I think a note to, to to make on this game. Based off pricing, based off matchup, also pace is apparently up for both of these teams recently. Plus, I think you know some maybe some bad taste in the mouth. I, I think I think we might be onto something here. Is this game supposed to be popular right now? Or? I, think, I mean, I think Ridley will be popular. Um, neither one of the qu- the quarterbacks will come in mid, probably mid. I like my run. Yeah, and then the then the running backs will probably be more popular than than not yeah i think the running backs coming in at like mid-teens maybe mid to high teens y'all done fucked me up and talked me into sam darnold (laughs) i like matt ryan more than darnold bro hey getting benched will piss the motherfucker off even a redhead like he might come out fired up dude He's got the weapons. Like, like like this isn't a zach wilson jalen hurts type pissed off either like Darnold's got weapons, man. Like he's got hella weapons to get it done. Um, I, I was gonna talk about Robbie. I'm so glad that Connor took that heat off of me and mentioned him as well. Um, but DJ too, like, man, an, an easy run back. Like, like pay up at tight end with Pitts, but go back with Ridley, who's mid priced again, who 
I don't know, man. I, I think Ridley's okay. I, I'll probably have some again. I think it's probably smart to get him in there again. But, but man, this just seems like a a pretty easy stack, game stack to, to make happen here. And I think you could even do it on the other side too. Go Ryan, pitch Ridley, and run it back with Robbie or DJ. Matt Ryan's been playing well. See, that's I like that side of it better. See, I, I can't get on Darnold, man. But I, I am, like I said, in the same the way the game's going to go, I prefer Ryan Pitts, DJ Moore or something. I, and Pitts, man, I don't, why is he such under-owned? I would have thought he'd have been the number one tight end without a doubt. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Got him priced up. I mean, I Still know shot. he's getting priced, but it's like, look at the receivers in that price range. Like, Claypool, Lockett, like, people – I mean, he's like – I would consider him – I mean, if he was priced as a receiver, and now he's the guy that's finally doing what they expected him to do, and Andy's going to be a, well, like I thought, saw was like the seventh own tight end. So I mean, I think upside wise, I, I like Pitts a lot. I just put thirty percent of my laps for this week dedicated to this game, and I'm pretty excited about it. This game double stacks. I can't wait for it to end seventeen to thirteen. So, what's your take on CP? Are you playing Cordell or no? Okay. Love him, but no. No. Are you going to be more on DJ more than Robbie? Or No, you're going to be more on Robbie. I, no, they'll be, no play, they'll, be, okay. they'll be even. They'll be even. They'll be even. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a good game. I'm glad I'm glad you guys you guys kind of hyped me up on this shit. I think it's a good game. I was kind of – This is one I'm considering. Uh, this is one I'm considering. So, I play a lot of these small field ones, too where you just like <clears throat> some of the strategy there is you just uh, you pick like five, six pieces from a game. Like you just hope a game goes off, right? You don't have to hit a ceiling on everyone. You just say, hey, I pick Robbie and DJ. Hope hope one hits a ceiling, one does okay. Like between the two of them, they do fine. I think those two for me right now are Tennessee and um, Atlanta. So I think and two, you can, if you just want to do like two different game stacks and kind of meld them together, I kind of like those two. Um, you know, maybe play the passing, you know, the passing stacks that we talked about on Carolina, Atlanta, you know, you can do some mini correlations on the Colts with the big dog and Pittman or Pittman, AJ Brown or JT and AJ Brown, something like that and kind of meld them together. I kind of like, I kind of like both of those together this week. I think. I think the pricing lines up too there. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's very doable. All right. A few games to go. Patriots, Chargers, Chargers favored by four. With a 49-point total, um, I saw equity in practice today. I didn't read anything into it, but not ideal coming off of – Chargers coming off a of bye week, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they've not been on the slate in like a year. Coming <laughs> off a of bye like, week, Thursday yeah. practice, not practicing, not that's, – that's way less than ideal. So, my fantasy team's looking pretty sick with Devontae Adams out for COVID and Eckler not practicing on Thursday. But we're here to talk about DFS. So, um, man, I think I think a forty-nine point total for a, a Patriots game is actually pretty high. Um, do we do we have any interest here? Neither team, y'all. Yeah, I'm just going to jam three three Patriots running backs and, and go in Philly, <laughs> like whatever the dude did last week. <laughs> Some guy had like two guy two at one point. The Millie winner was had two. Patriots running backs in there. He had Bolden and Harris, which was wild. Um, that is wild. Like, you don't so, deserve it. Imagine clicking that shit and clicking <laughs> submit and feeling That's good. what I'm saying. Like, that's a 20-buck lineup, too. You know, that's not like a 
I don't know. That's just not like a one dollar single entry. Who knows? So, anyways, Chaz, what were you saying? That I, I was just getting. I had to get that that play in there for the. That's that's the true sharp is when you play double running back from the Patriots. Oh no! Yeah, I mean that's that's wild. I didn't, I didn't see that, but um, no, I don't have much else to that. I mean, I, Harris is. I don't think it's a bad play. Is uh, what's his name out? Stevens, Ramad, whatever. Ramondre. 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 He was just, uh, he was benched. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, he, he was he like, like a, a healthy Missed a blocking scratch, assignment or something? He was a healthy scratch. Did y'all see that? They said because he like missed a blocking assignment in like week six or something. So he's just like trying to prove a point, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, we got to pause for uh, Chase Edmonds touchdown. Yeah, baby. Let's go. That's why I just First of the up. year, baby. Let's go. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> um, no, I, I don't like anything else on New England. Um, on the other side, I, I liked Eckler a lot. I didn't realize that he was didn't practice today. And what they said it was his hip. Um, I don't know. I just I know they practiced yesterday, and then not practicing today is That's, weird. But yeah, maybe that. I mean, if, he, just... if we get news on him being a full go, I I like him a lot. I mean, I think that they got worked. I mean, did, didn't Baltimore beat the shit out of them? Uh, yeah, yeah, they got they, yeah. they got worked. So, I mean, everybody's numbers are way down from that. But if you go back from previous games, I mean, I think they go back to what they do when they're winning. But if he's banged up, I don't know about that. Yeah, man, I, I don't know in this game. Um, I think a little Keenan bit Allen. The... I think Keenan Allen is still a little cheap. Yeah, um, he yeah, is really. He hasn't really broke out this year yet. Um, I think this is the type of environment where he could rack up, you know, 10 to 12 catches, which is could be pretty nice. If he gets 10 to 12 catches, 100 yards, like, you know, that, that's looking okay. What was he priced at? He's like – He's like mid-sixes, I think. 65, yeah. No, I think it's definitely time for him to have his game. And I think – I feel like he's – I don't know if I mention him every week, but, like, Jacoby Myers just, like, he gets a <laughs> touchdown, man. I think he's going to go off. Like, just hey, – that's my OBJ this year. Like, eventually he's going to pay off for me. And I jumped off the train, so he's going to screw it. Now, I, yeah. He's on my shit list. He's kind of up there with, like, Hawkinson and those guys where it's just like, man, I just can't play you anymore. Like, I just – until you do something. But, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, I pray also, that he I think finally gets in the end zone. I think Mike will at 5% on a 27-point total this week. I mean, uh, I know that's expensive at 7.7K, but, um, I mean, we've seen <clears throat> we've seen him early in the year be, you know, a, a, a TD monster. So, um, I think he can um, – he can be a good play at that, at that ownership level. And I would be remiss if I did not mention this is the first of the afternoon game. So, <clears throat> you know, if you, if you do kind of want to – if you're in these GPPs and you're dusted early, I don't think a ton of people are going to be on Mike Will. So if you if you do need to do a little bit of late swap, that's that's probably an area to go to. Yeah. Are are we on Damian Williams Chargers for kind of a run funnel? Uh, Dame had a good had a good game last week against uh, in a good game script. I will say um, this doesn't look that way from a Vegas perspective, but that doesn't mean the Patriots won't still run him at sixty one hundred. Is is that a guy you're interested in? I'm not in love. I think I think there's a lot of 6K running backs I probably prefer this yeah. week. So just I think he's a touchdown dependent type guy. Yeah. 
So, all right, next game, game 10, Jags at Seahawks. Seahawks favored by three and a half, 44-point total. We're going to have Geno back at the helm again. Um, man, I, 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 want, I want to start on this one. I, I think James Robinson is a standout play um, at 6'6". At six, six. I think he's getting the work again, and I, I really, really like James Robinson in this spot. Is he going to be popular? Do you guys know? Do you have any ownership? On him? Yeah, he's going to be about 20%. Okay, yeah. so he's – okay. So people like him too. It's like Man. the eighth, seventh or eighth. So, I mean, still okay there. Is that, is that what you're saying, Connor, or you have higher than that? Yeah, no, that's about right. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's the same thing. I mean, it's like do you – you can just drop down off these like – I don't know. There's just so much that's mixed and match in here in like the 6K at running back. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's tough to discern between them. Like, it's it, it's obvious where I think like – Hendo is definitely the best play in that range, but there's a lot of good plays where I think you can, um, you know, you can just, you can play the carousel. Like if you, if you feel certain about stacks this week, I think you can, you know, play, play your stacks and just kind of rotate, rotate the running backs around in that, in that general price range. I feel feel like DK or Tyler Lockett have a chance right here to, to show out if the Seahawks are smart and, Man, three-and-a-half-point favorites, I'd hate for them to run 40 times with four different running backs. But, man, mm-hmm. six eight for DK and six one for Lockett just seem like, you know, really, really good prices if those guys get any kind of looks. Man, I love Lockett and I love DK, but with Russ, I mean, it, obviously Lockett's just been a non-factor with Geno, and DK's not been much better. I mean, DK had, what, one big play? Last week we yeah. got the touchdown. Other than that, he had two receptions. It's like it's not what you want to see. I mean, obviously we know they're both capable of one big play, but I, I don't know. I've always been a huge fan of both of them, and I love DK. But it's like Geno's just killing their stock. But at the same time, that'll hurt ownership, and we know that they're capable of doing it. I just it's not near as fun watching them with Geno as it was with Russ. And Lattimore will be or not Lattimore. Um, I met Metcalf last week. Had Lattimore on him which kind of limited a little bit, but I don't, like I said, still, still Gino that scares me more than it does either of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, it's a little bit like uh, Claypool and, and Deontay where if they were just a tad bit cheaper, I think I'd be a little bit more interested, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, just when you see DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett come in below 5%, it's just like, what, you, you got you would just think okay is Russ hurt well okay, obviously in this case he is um but I don't know I mean the talent's still there I mean these are the two main guys I mean you know they're not really competing with targets from you know it's not like Freddie Swain's taking a big big chunk it's just you know it's the amount of rushing plays like you said Hunter so um yeah I don't know I, I've got a little bit of interest in them because I really just don't think Jacksonville's that good and I think you know, Seattle at home, you can you can potentially get some turnovers or some stalled out drives where, um, you know, they're in decent field position and, and Gino doesn't have to be like super efficient to get there. Um, you know, you can just get there off off quality of, a you know, you're, you're at home versus the Jags. So um, I feel like they're probably going a little bit under owned for their their ceiling. So um, we'll probably be sprinkling some of them in. But definitely as just kind of one-off pieces. And I, I don't even think I'm really, I mean, you could probably correlate with 
um, James Robinson. That actually might be something I'd recommend if you correlate Robinson with with one of those two uh, wide receivers just to to shave your ownership down a little bit. I think would make some sense. I really wish we had Russ in this game. Me too. We wouldn't get the same pricing we had, which is part of it. But man, like, I don't know. This I like Seattle defense as well. But yeah, it's a tough game for me. Play James Robinson and move on. All right. We got two more, y'all. Um, I think a pretty surprising spread here for me, at least in my very um, novice level of Vegas knowledge. But the Bucks by four and a half against the Saints, that feels like a steal. Um, I feel like the Saints aren't very good. But we got a 50-point total, Bucks by four and a half. Um, Kamara finally got – the Alvin Kamara workload that we've been waiting for that I don't know why it took him, you know, seven games to figure out that he could catch the ball again. But um, yeah, I mean, I think a pretty interesting game here, Um, you know, second highest total on the slate. I'll let either of you guys take off with, with either side that kind of stands out to you. Yeah. I like, um, I mean, the standout play to me from this one is still, Still God one at, at six four. It's like some of this pricing I just can't I mean, I can't figure out. I mean, we're not are we gonna have we're not gonna have Antonio Brown this week, right? Like he's still out. Correct. Like this he's questionable. I hadn't seen him yeah. listed as out, but I know he's Yeah. I mean, so if he's out, I mean <clears throat> God one at six four. I mean, they only priced him up like five hundred. I mean, I I I actually just I don't know, maybe it's just because Evans is getting all these touchdowns, but um, I don't know. He just projects so well here. Uh, I, I think that's more kind of the matchup where they, where they're assuming Lattimore, Lattimore goes on Evans. Um, so maybe in a GPP, I'm, I'm more likely to click Evans now, just given maybe the price difference is only 600 K or sorry, not 600 K six K sorry, 600 on six K. There we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. So Godwin's a standout play to me. And then, yeah, I agree. I think Kamara, it's, it's funny. Sean Payton realized he could use Kamara in the exact same way he had used Kamara in the past where he went off. So it just was like, I don't know if he just went back in a time machine. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like the game environment. I think people are priced pretty fairly, maybe outside of, of Godwin who I think could just maybe use an overall bump, but I don't know. Otherwise, I think, you know, it, it's the same names we say every week on the Bucks. So, oh. um, I mean, I think they're all they're all decent plays. But um, like I said, the standout to me is probably Godwin. Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a tough piece for me. And if A.B. sits again, I think that makes Godwin even more appealing. And, and A.B. didn't practice again today. And so I think that's that's pretty noteworthy. Um, man, as tough as I, as much as I hate to say it, I think I'm off Kamara after his big game. I think the Saints being the Saints and Sean Payton being Sean Payton, I don't think he does it again for some odd reason. Um, I, I don't know why one game would change to what he's done the last six games. And so I just feel like he reversed back to kind of the mean there, which is stupid. But I, I, I think I'm going to fade – 
Camara at that price, just kind of based off of how they've been playing the game. He's just so far down on ownership. Like he's like the one, two, three. He's not even the top ten. He's like fifteenth or something. So it's like, I mean, at running back. Yeah. What's his percent? Just, is that what y'all? Is that what you're saying, Connor? Yeah, he's going to be less than ten percent. It, yeah. it just people don't like playing running backs against Tampa Bay. I think the way Kamara's used, though, he's probably a bit more resistant to that. Just just given how many passes he catches. I mean, if you look at like in this in the Seahawks game, he had over 100 yards receiving. You know what I mean? Like I and it's it, been Tampa going. Bay's it wasn't and, just a one game sample. I mean, the game before he had eight targets too. Like yeah, I think we're gonna start seeing that go back. Yeah, like Tampa Bay's a, a pass funnel and, and and are usually pretty good against the run and people. I don't think like playing running backs against them, but I think Camara is one of those you could probably, you know, still get by just just with his with his pass catching floor. So, I mean, I agree. I don't, I don't think it's like a super great matchup. And at eight seven, you need, I mean, you really need a big score to pay that off. Um, and you know, some of that's tied to how well Jameis Winston, you know, just generates points right in order for them to get touchdowns. So. I don't know. I, I, I could see it both ways. It's like I, I kind of get why the ownership's low on him, um, just given given the price tag. And some of the value that we see at, at 6K guys that we've seen this week, like, you know, Kamara's really got to outpace them to, to pay off the price tag. Winston Revenge, is he about to eat, bros? I think it's a good game. Like, I don't – I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, it's you my don't think favorite. that four and a half's low? I don't know, man. The Saints aren't – I mean, they, they find a way to win. I don't know. If they can continue to get Kamara the ball, I don't, that defense isn't terrible. Dude, I mean, they're, they're at home. Suck. I mean, they're going to get some pressure on Brady, and I yeah. think Lattimore can hold Mike Evans where he's been. And like you said, no A.B. Lattimore and Evans got beef, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I, hadn't Lattimore pretty much held him up? Honestly, yeah, I think, they get, I think they get after each other. Yeah, they do. One other guy with it. Any love for Gronk? Um, Gronk if he for if he for sure plays, dude, like probably a little bit, yeah. Um, I think he's still he's still somewhat limited, but if, if he plays, like, yeah, I think so. Think about Especially Gronk, with AB out. That I just don't like about him is like they'll project him for you know whatever his ownership. Is. He's going to come in like double that. Just people click the dude. So it's like I don't, I don't know. I'm never super excited. He's like the Aaron Rodgers, you know. It's like good, good, obviously good player. Um, it's just people tend to like gravitate to this dude. So it's like I can't, you know. He always gets overplayed. So for me, I kind of hope he's in. So then I can, then less people are clicking like Godwin or Evans or something like that. So I, I hope he plays just for that reason. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Side note: Who is this Winfrey guy for Green Bay? Was he in yeah, the think, player pool tonight? No, they no. I I actually don't know if he was. Was he off the practice squad? Like, is he like is he yeah. seriously in the player pool? Rogers likes the guy. I hope I hope not. Actually, yeah, me too. I hope not as well. All right, last game, and then we'll jump into. Actually, have a few fuck Mary kills we're gonna do, but um, last game before we go into the last two segments. Redskins, Broncos, Broncos by three, 44 and a half point total. Uh, Connor, I, I want to jump to you here because I know you've been a fan of this guy the past few weeks, but man, Tyler, Tyler Heineke at 5'3 
I think at his lowest price of the year, I don't think anything has changed unless I'm missing something. But, man, he kind of feels like a, a decent value there. Yeah, I, I don't think the price is, is bad on him. Um, I think it's tough to play in Denver. So it's just even at 5-3, you know, at a 20-and-a-half point total, sometimes it's it's hard to jam those jam those QBs in there. Um, but I do think that given the ownership that is not going to go to Terry McLaurin this week, uh, or really in general in this game, I, I don't mind – um, you know, sprinkling this game in and having having some pieces here. Like, I think there's a lot of good players here that are going to go almost completely unowned. Um, so, like I said, you know, McLaurin, it, it, I'm showing it like 2%. I think Cortland Sutton's going to come in at 2%. We've got Jared Judy coming back this week, I think, it, at, at 4.9. So, um, I think there's a lot of good plays in this game. It's just given the two defenses, I think it's, it's a tough matchup. So, I'm not going to have a ton of it. I, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to stack Heineke. I think I would rather play just some pieces from this game as one-offs or, or maybe some mini correlation. So, um, yeah, I agree. I, I think the value is there, but I think there's better value elsewhere at, at QB this week and, and some better spots to take advantage of. Like, I think if you go back and you like look at the Carolina Atlanta game, I think both of those guys were, you know, in the, in the five K's at, at, at QB. So I don't know. I probably won't play a ton of Heineke, but, um, like some of these, some of these pieces late as a one-off or as a late swap um, option. Yeah, I think Kello or uh, Heineke naked, based off his running ability, um, mm-hmm. is okay right there at five three. I, I really do in in this type of game. See, I had him. I had him and McLaurin the last, I guess, week five and six. They're two games that they shit the bed. Like I was riding it out, and I didn't play last week, but I don't know, kind of somewhat. I didn't even – I completely faded this game when I first looked at it. I was like, I don't want anything from it. I don't care. But I was riding them earlier, so I'm kind of like going back and forth on it. But you're, uh, you're I, still, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, gonna say <laughs> I think Cortland Sutton at 6-4 on the other side is a really, really strong play. Really, really strong play. Like Washington it's like when Heineke was not. gets there, it's when McLaurin – I mean, like him and McLaurin both get there, right? Yeah, so they like, go off. That's what I think. Like, I, if I'm playing Heineke, I'm playing McLaurin, but – And I think this year Washington's D's not been that great. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if this is more just like they – that the way that offense runs, that, you know, they just – they kind of grind you out. They game manage with, with Bridgewater. But, you know, in the case that it pops off, I mean, it's pretty clear who – who pops off in these games, you know? Um, I've just like never I, been able to get on it. Like, I, I tried yeah. something a couple of times. I never hit. never hit with Patrick. And like you said, now with Judy coming back, I, it just splits up targets even more for me. I just – I don't know. I just can't get on it. But I'm not mad at it at all. I mean, I think it's – like you said, there's definitely pieces that can hit. And one last name I want to say just for, you know, guys, Nick that's not on here with us. I know he'd want us to mention – you know, Ricky Seals. So I'll go ahead and throw that out there. Or his boy, Antonio Gibson. <laughs> He's a Washington fan. Yeah. That's his NFC team. I mean, Ricky Seals keeps getting targets. So I don't, I'm not mad at it. I'm glad we ended the podcast with it versus led with it. But, you know, still. <laughs> He's the bookend. They can still play. Joe Flacco and Ricky Seals Jones. Yeah. What a guy. Open and close.
Let's uh, uh, I changed my mind on fuck Mary Kill. I didn't like anything. Um, I, I had one, but I changed my mind. Anywho, let's just go straight into favorite plays. Um, I'll start at the quarterback position. It's a game we just ended on. I think liter- based off of not only floor, but also ceiling um, and his price, I, I I'm, think Taylor Heineke is going to be a guy who I click um, th- this week quite a bit. To, to get in there. Uh, not to be a homer, but I do like Carson Wentz against Tennessee at 5.7. Thank you, Matt Ryan. Chaz Ryan. All right. Um, running back. Man, for me, I think James Robinson with his increased touch going off a bye and a great matchup. I really like James Robinson to keep it running this week. Uh, I think, man, his ownership doesn't look great. I just think he burned people too much last week that – they're going to come running back. So I'm, I'm going to go with with uh, Daryl Henderson again. I just think given the price and the role and just Houston being trash, that um, this is a really good spot for him. And I I don't know. I think some people got burned last week. I don't, I don't think everyone's going to come back. I'm taking, taking Najee. I think he's way too under-owned here with, in a good spot. All right. On to wide receiver. Man, for me, y'all, it's Michael Pittman, both at a price play plus the highest total in the game being a wide receiver one. And it sounds like based off what y'all were saying, he's going to be a little bit under-owned. I I really like Michael Pittman there. Uh, I'm going to go with B.J. Moore this week against Atlanta. Get right. Sam Darnold revenge game against himself. <laughs> Just his past self. <laughs> Damn. Uh, um, I took my two – or those are two of my top ones. I'll go uh, – give me Higgins. Two. No, I, I take that back. I'm going to take that back. That's two. He's. I'm going to go Bees. Give me Bees. Higgins <laughs> is like the number one receiver. I mean, I'm not saying – Beasley put up 15. I already had Beasley written down for Chaz. Yeah, give me Beasley. I mean, I think Higgins is a great Uh, play having him in the cash lineup, but he's too owned to call out of my favorite. So, yeah, give me Beasley. Beasley will give us a 15 to 24. You'll be happy. All right. Um, Tied and man, I think kind of based off of where I'm leaning early in. My builds, I think I'm going to be able to get up to Pitts, which I'm pretty excited about. And so I think Pitts right now is looking like the tight end just based off of, you know, builds. Yeah. Aaron Jones beasted it in. Get that. He was in there. Let's go. I need an Aaron Jones touchdown bad. He got in there. Let's go. Um, I'm behind. Yeah, I am too. I've got it on the update. I, uh, for tight end, we didn't talk about him. I, I mentioned him like two or three weeks ago, 
Um, it's it's Dan Arnold for the uh, Jaguars, yeah. so he's down at two point eight. Yeah. Um, so he he was the pass catching tight end for Carolina. And mm-hmm. so he's, uh, you know, down at 2.8, I think, you know, coming off a of bye week, uh, he's he's a good play down there at uh, at only 2.8. Yeah, I'm glad you used punt, punt option. Yeah, and, and I felt like, you know, it's decent to take. I think he's the punt option this week, so I wanted to mention him. No, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned him too because I think that if you need a salary saver, I think that's an awesome spot. So I'm, I'm really, really glad you mentioned him. I forgot to say something about him, but – Good deal, y'all. Um, there it is. That is. Give me Jaseki there. If you're gonna take it from me, don't give me a chance. Mike, but Jaseki, you're just we're not gonna do defense. My Giants went smash last week. We we can run D if y'all want it. Yeah, no, your your Giants D did, Connor. I, that was that was a hell of a spot. It it like so it smack it beat the cardinals which was like the chalk defense that week so uh it's happy about that one you got a d chess uh give me washington dang dog that's who i was gonna pick <laughs> all right they if gotta you want, do I it have... at some point right yeah if you got that one i'll take another one then hey they're give they're giving you positive points right no no i, I think it's a, dude it's the cheapest defense you can find like I don't yeah, think that's I mean, a bad spot. Is it? Is it going to be? Is that the most popular one? I'm assuming. Uh, it'll be second, I think. The other one's the Seahawks. Yeah, uh, I like the Seahawks. Is the other one I was going to say. I like to give, um, somewhat off the wall ones, just because I think see defense when it's chalky, like just don't play it because it's so, it's so variable. Um, I kind of like the, uh, Eagles at two seven against. Detroit and the statue of Jared Goff. So that's my call this week. 2.7 Eagles. All right. There you got it, folks. Um, hey, this week's going to be better than last week. And, and, and that I can promise you because there's just not much worse you can do than last week. And so, like, it's a pretty simple climb. You don't really have too far to go. But uh, we, we're, we're glad you guys joined in. May your screens be green, and we'll catch you guys next week. Go. I like smoking weed. I like getting fly. I like having sex. I like girls who ride. I like my cold food. I like turning up. I like brand new shit, so this is what I love. I like that money, baby. Money, baby, money, baby. Money, baby. Money, baby, money, baby. Money, baby. Money, baby, money, baby. Yeah, that is shit I like. Yeah. Whoa.